You're listening to a curated podcast from the Beyond Infinity radio program broadcast live on Tuesdays from 11am from our Mornington studios in Victoria, Australia. Listen live on 98.7 or 98.3 FM or stream live from rwpfm.com.au. Presented by me, Piers Cunningham. And me, John Young. Donald Trump's come out and there is a lot more detail about what his administration plans to do with NASA and funding for the US space program. On Tuesday last week, Donald Trump requested $19.1 billion in funding for NASA, an amount that comprises about one half of 1% of the nation's budget each year. It was a little bit less than uh, previous years, only a little bit. It did seem to favour space exploration efforts over Earth science research and education initiatives. Now, there's a little bit of politics in this because as we've talked about on the program, Trump is a very vehement... Climate change denier. Yeah, he's a climate change denier. He's a climate change sceptic. As a result of that, Earth sciences programs, specifically anything that studies our planet's surface, atmosphere, oceans and changing climate, will see the biggest cut, down 9% from current spending levels. Mm. This is within NASA's budget, and obviously there are other departments of the US government that relate to uh, climate, and they've also seen their budgets cut, but that's a separate story to this. So only $1.75 billion has been allocated for the program, less than the $1.9 billion Congress approved in its last budget and the $2 billion that Obama requested. Three planned Earth science missions received no funding at all. Mm. But the winner out of this change is the Planetary Science Program, which I, for one, am pretty happy about. I'm not so happy about the cuts to the Earth science area, but it's good to see that they're maintaining the funding to the Planetary Science Program. So this includes things like the Juno mission, which mm-hmm. we've talked about recently also the curiosity rover on mars the dawn mission which is in orbit around Ceres, and sending back that data about all those little hot spots that they've seen all over the surface i think that's a good thing in fact under obama there were requests each budget to cut the the planetary science program and then when it went to congress congress actually rejected it Mm -hmm. and and reinstated the funding you know in america it's all a lot of it's to do with vested interests as there are big states in America that that have a lot of people employed by NASA, say yes. building the you know involved in the constellation program, building that giant the next moon rocket, basically the mm-hmm. uh, the constellation system, the SLS space launch system. They've been very supportive. They're very reluctant to have any cuts to that kind of well, it's, funding. It's, it's also the technology that feeds into rockets that actually can be used land to land sort of rockets. Yeah, mil- military, pro- military, military purposes. That's right. So I guess you know on the one hand we want to say exploration, but some of that technology can be used for other good things and other not-so-good things. Yeah. Quite controversially, there's been this very popular space grant program, which since 1989 has funded fellowships and scholarships for students across the United States. Well, that's been cut. Mm -hmm. Not eliminated, but cut. One of the winners or one of the things that that, uh, has been funded... The Trump budget does provide for a robotic mission to Jupiter's moon Europa in 2020, but does not allocate dollars specifically for a lander. So we have, we've talked about on this program, there are plans to go to Europa. It's one of that short list of places where you might look for signs of extraterrestrial Mm -hmm. life, microbial perhaps. There is that big subsurface ocean that they want to investigate. So it looks like there is some funding to get that going. One area that's been completely ignored is the asteroid redirect mission, an Obama-era proposal to lasso a nearby asteroid that has little support in the scientific community. So you'd have to kind of give that a bit of a tick that it was really Mm. not worth funding that. It seemed like a bit of a red herring at the time anyway. There has been some criticism from the Planetary Society in California 
of Trump's fiscal plans for NASA. And I'm quoting, we have to be honest and say that this budget is not great for NASA's stated goals of exploring Mars or of developing its next major human spaceflight projects, as there is not enough money to support either in a reasonable time frame. So that's some of the criticism there. Is it their expectation that it's just going to be sort of pushed to the private sector to you know look to explore if SpaceX, for example, you know think that they would have contracts and uh, maybe they would be doing the exploration through to Mars well, in, in replace. I, look, I guess so, but I mean, even SpaceX, you know, it's it's kind of famous for its uh, for, you know big ideas, but not necessarily delivering on time. Mm. So I guess it's to do with you know the the time frames that they want this sort of stuff mm-hmm. to happen in to attract the top talent, the top scientists, unless you can give them a project that they're reasonably going to expect to get some results back. Yeah. You know, there's no point in them working on something that, that the launch gate get, get, gets slipped and slipped and slipped and then eventually, you know, they're an old man by the time the science results yeah. come back. You know, I'd, I'd rather do something that was more short-term that I could actually yeah. get my teeth into while I'm alive or while I'm sort of capable of enjoying it. One of the classic examples of that is the James Webb Space Telescope, mm-hmm. which is the sort of replacement or the sequel to the Hubble Space Telescope. Mm-hmm. Very powerful, very advanced telescope that they're, they're just keep slipping the launch date. Mm. You know, it's been ready. It's just been sitting waiting for a while now yep. in storage. The InSight mission to Mars has been delayed and there were some reasons they had some technical issues. But what happens is if you keep delaying things, by the time the technology actually gets aloft mm-hmm. it's old hat the cameras are all out of date yeah. the instruments can be easily replaced with much better ones that are lighter weight and much mm-hmm. more effective so there are reasons why you want to do things in a reasonable time frame trump's also said he wants to go back to the moon trump nominated representative jim bridenstine a republican from oklahoma to be the next nasa administrator bridenstine who, if confirmed, would be the first elected official to head the agency, is known as an advocate for bringing private companies such as Elon Musk's Space Exploration Technologies or SpaceX into NASA's operations. So you can expect to see more of mm. that cooperation, that, that okay. private-public par- partnership, which has involved companies like Blue Origin, Jeff Bezos's mm-hmm. company, Bigelow Aerospace has got inflatable modules up at the uh, International Space Station, and obviously SpaceX for launch services and possibly even transport because they'd obviously like to stop using the Russians for sure. access to the International Space Station. That's great. So yeah, some some big changes, not completely unexpected. Some bright spots for those who favour uh, robotic exploration of the solar system. Some pretty big cuts to the Earth Sciences program there. Thanks for listening. And head to beyondinfinity.com.au for the best bits from the live show or to connect with us on social media. We welcome your feedback and suggestion for future shows.